Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of In the Ring with Acacia Kamal. We're back as we're getting ready for more two-year-old sales, Belmont Stakes. So much exciting stuff going on. want to say a big thank you to OBS for their support of In the Ring. OBS sells more two-year-olds than any other sales company in the world. The OBS two-year-old sales account for 14% of graded stakes placings. That's one, two, three finishes since 2018. On the website, you can find a horse pedigree, under tack video, and walking video. A two-year-old buyer is not only buying the horse's potential, but also the expertise of the horsemen that prepare these horses for their future. OBS is truly an international marketplace. OBS horses have been purchased by buyers from 49 of the 50 states, Korea, Japan, the Middle East, Hong Kong, Singapore, and Europe. Getting ready for the OBS June sale, which will take place June 13th to 15th. A graduate of that sale, grade one winner, more like goddess, as we'll see her at Belmont this weekend as well. A big thank you to OBS for the support. Um, final two-year-old sale of the season for them. Um, I'm not getting a chance to be down at OBS June this year, though I did get to be up close and personal to all the action that was going on during March and April. But it's always a really fun time of year, and I always really enjoy getting a chance to follow these two-year-olds uh, from the sales grounds, and I get to see quite a few of them debuting here in New York, too. And often you can get little cues on how they move from those two-year-old sales breeze videos that you have access to, looking through the pedigree, and I just always find it a really fun puzzle um, taking place now at Belmont, and especially when we get to Saratoga, when you'll see a lot of those early precocious two-year-olds being pointed to some of those big two-year-old made in special weight races and of course all the two-year-old stakes coming up as well but it's also belmont stakes weekend um it's the belmont stakes extravaganza going on the racing festival and um i am uh running all over the place right now, it feels like, but happy to have a chance to talk a little bit about the world of the sales for this moment. We'll be back, be back next week to do another little preview of OBS June as well as a recap of some of the stuff that took place during uh, the Belmont Stakes Racing Festival. So as I mentioned in the intro with that sponsorship read, we have an opportunity to see those two-year-olds come through the sale that have really been prepped by expert horsemen and we'll have a chance to Hear a little bit more insight from somebody that does just that. In the midst of the Breeze Show, getting ready for the OBS June two-year-old in training sale. And I'm so happy to be joined by Tristan Demerick to talk a little bit about Demerick sales and some of the draft that they have coming up this year. Tristan, I know that you are so busy this week. Thanks so much for coming on with me for a little bit today. Well, thank you for taking the time, Acacia. No worries. No worries. Thank you. As I mentioned at the top, you know, we're right in the middle of the Breeze show. You've had some so far Breeze really nicely. Can you talk a little bit just about what you've seen um, so far with the Breeze show? Maybe any trends you've noticed from the track, just some horses that you were really pleased with what they showed you out there during those Breezes? Well, you know, when you have a Breeze show that goes over six days, you're going to get different weather conditions. And obviously track conditions kind of play off of that. They've done a good job keeping the track fair and consistent for everybody. You know, there was a tailwind the first day and a bit of a headwind the last couple. But, I mean, you, you know, stuff we can't control. But, um, again, we've um, we, we've been fortunate that most of the horses we thought would show up have. And, and um, we've got a nice group over here for the June sale. 
talk to me a little bit because it's always something that I um, am interested in and I've asked a lot of consigners about it, but you prep horses so differently for wherever they're headed, whether that's at the racetrack or you're prepping them for the sales. This is the June sale. It's the final sale um, for OBS as far as their two-year-olds are concerned. What kind of horses do you think point to this? Is it ones that are maybe a little bit later developing types? Uh, yeah, I'd say definitely. Um, we we have a later developing group here, and you know we kind of stagger our horses you know, as the sales come. I mean, we definitely kind of pick those uh, you know bigger ranger types for this sale. So we have we have a, a nice group over here, like I said, for this sale. I mean, we've got a, one of the best groups we've ever brought to June, in my opinion. You've had a couple of nine and fours, um, some ten flats so far. Can you can you talk to me about some of the horses that you've been happy with how they've breezed? What are some horses we should look out for? We've got a really nice hard spun colt at 130. He's um, he's out of mine all mine. There's a lot to like about him. He's got a great frame. He's balanced. He's got speed and definitely carries the speed. Um, he's a he's a nice horse to look at on the shank too. I mean, I think he's a, a horse that's got plenty of upside and you know somebody's gonna have a lot of fun with him. And then um, we've got an Indomitia filly who also worked nine and four. Um, you know, by by the best sire in the world. She's a sprinty, very powerful, blocky. Um, you know, and and a nice filly to look at too. We've also got a beautiful twirling candy filly who's kind of in that later developing frame, you know, one we definitely always pointed here. She's, um, you know, got a great mind, you know, two tourney type filly, uh, plenty of quality about her also. She's big rangy, you know, good moving filly. Uh, she's hit 42. That's the twirling candy out of Lady Pamela. Um, we've also got a nice congrats filly, a New York bred, homebred of uh, Lamb Home South. You know, she's uh, still owned by the breeder, Roy Lerman. They, they um, raised a beautiful filly here. I mean, she's you know, they sent her straight to us and she's been very, very nice and easy one to get along with. She's molded right into our program. And I, you know, she's a Philly that I think goes straight to the track from here and somebody could have a lot of fun with and being New York bred. That's always. Mm -hmm. a and you're off the heels of a, a really successful sale with OBS April in the books too, having sold the sale topper, the gun runner cult, um, hip 782. He was an absolute star. You know, we knew he was not going to be in our budget as he sold for 2.2 million, but can you talk a little bit about that cult and how special he was and, um, just, uh, how exciting it is to see one sell so successfully. You know, like you said, he he was uh, he was kind of one of those pressure horses all year. We had he was the most expensive purchase we bought this year going into the sales. Um, we paid four thirty for him, and um, one that we always you know we always loved obviously to reach that deep for us. Um, you know, at the yearling sale was was uh, sticking our neck out a little bit, but he's a horse that just did everything right, and made us proud. I mean, he, he was an easy one to get ready, did everything on his own. Just these these gun runners. I mean, I can't say enough about them. An unbelievable sire and, and they're just very trainable horses great minds um i've always been a big fan of candy ride um and, and you know these gun runners are obviously look, look like they're going to be better than candy ride ever was you know and and uh i think you know there's plenty of blue sky we've actually got a nice gun runner filly here in this sale too mm -hmm. they had a nice breeze yesterday she's out of vicky wins it's a homebred of macmer hall but um she's a beautiful filly also but like you say that that sire i mean i can't say enough about him the horse we had in, in April had a perfect wife. I mean, you know, best of luck to St. Don and, and Baffert with him. Um, you know, he, he's, you know, like you said, he's a horse that we think could be any kind and um, hope he hope he lives up to all the expectations. It's just amazing what Gunrunner has done in such a short amount of time, too, for a horse that he himself was kind of later developing. When you're looking at maybe some of the newer stallions or, or the hot stallions of the time, how do you decide which ones that you want to pursue to try to get into your draft for the following uh, two-year-old sales coming up? Well, we always like to see consistency in the first crop sire. I mean, um, you know, it, it's um, like you said, there's an interesting group of first crop sires this year, but I mean, you'd like to see 
Asar uh, that's getting some consistency in, in his type. Obviously, we look for speed, you know, for the two-year-old sales. You know, so it, it's important to have a horse that had early speed, um, you know, and, and you always hope that they throw it to their offspring, but they don't always. But um, mm-hmm. like you said, you, know, uh, you never know really going in who's going to be that first crop sire until you really start training them and asking more of them, you know, and, and, uh, the ones who kind of thrive a little more pressure, um, you know, we we always love to see that. And, um, like you said, we, we've, we've definitely, um, we've definitely been lucky with first crop sires also, Mm -hmm. you know, they're kind of sometimes easier to buy going in at the yearling sale. Um, and, and, you know, we, there's still plenty of blue sky if they can do everything right at the two-year-old sale that people, people love to buy them, you know? So if, if if you guess it right, then, um, and get the right first crop sire, then, then it's, you know, there's a lot of blue sky. The Demeric name is so widely respected within the, the sales world, and it really is a, a family affair. Can you talk a little bit about the legacy that your parents has, have created and um, what's it like being part of that family business now for you? You know, I, I mean, we've obviously grown up around it. Um, you know, we, my parents started this 40 years ago and you know, you know, a few years before I was born. And, and uh, they, they've you know, made an outstanding foundation. You know, I can't say enough about uh, what they've done, and what they've taught us going in and just the reputation um, alone that they that they um, started you know that they built in this business um, it goes a long way and you know it's just we're lucky to be involved with uh, you know and be able to follow in the footsteps of, of my parents because you know again they've, they've you know, taught, taught us integrity and you know many people kind of respect um, respect my mom and dad in, in this business and, and you know I'm, I'm just happy to be able to follow in their footsteps and hopefully can build on the foundation they've laid for us. And your sister's kind of fallen in the footsteps too. Um, uh, Allie with her husband, Brandon Rice, they they have a consignment as well. Um, was it always kind of for all of you that you knew you were going to be involved in the industry and, and stay in in that part of the horse racing world? You know, obviously, you know, there, you have those times when you're kind of growing up where you have other other uh, things that you plan on doing. And, and uh, you know, I went, you know, again, we were around it so much growing up. You know, I was, you know, when I was a young teenager, I was kind of thinking I'd do something different. But, um, you know, I kind of came to my senses by the time we graduated high school and, and um, you know, we, 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 you know, went dove right into it. And we've been very lucky, you know, both with, um, you know, our pinhooks and, you know, establishing a, a great group of clients individually of my parents, you know, and we've got our own separate division. My wife, Valerie, uh, you know, we come sell under one roof under demeric sales. And, and, you know, my parents are starting to do a little bit less now. Obviously, they've been doing this for so long. They're, um, you know, taking taking a step back a bit, which they need to. You know, they've put a lot into it, and um, you know, put many years of hard work into it. And they're 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 never going to completely stop, obviously, but uh, mm-hmm. a bit less, which and, and taking a little more time for themselves, which is an important thing. You know, it's easy to get yeah. bogged down and never, you know, never take a day off. But you know, sometimes you have to and recharge and get ready for more abuse next year. <laughs> Yeah, horses really are an all-consuming uh, way of life. It's not even a, a profession or a lifestyle or something. It, it, it's a 24-7 just way of life, isn't it? It really is. It really is. I mean, like you said, it's, it's um, you know, like, especially this time of year for us. I mean, there, there's mm-hmm. never not a day off. I mean, you have to make time. And like you said, now I've got little kids growing up and mm-hmm. already 11 and 12 years old. And it's just crazy how fast time flies, you know. And, and especially, like you said, we, we, we've got – you know, we, we, we live on the farm. So, you know, we, we, um, you know, we're up every day at the barn and obviously on, you know, very hands on with our horses. And you know, I think that's, that's what keeps us competitive and what keeps us in the, in, in the hunts. You have to work hard at it. And that goes to, with any business, but you have to work mm-hmm. hard and be, you know, definitely it's a you know, certain kind of breed that, that 
you know, enjoys this and thrives on this business like we do. Was there a certain moment that you maybe had some success with a, a horse you picked out or or something you had spotted early that kind of said to you, wow, okay, I can do this. I personally feel like I can contribute. Was there a certain moment for that or a certain horse that was very special to you? It's been a, a while ago now. It's been 12 years ago. I mean, it was really the horse that got us, uh, you know, a leg up in the business, a, a big leg up. I mean, we've, um, we, we, you know, for a couple of years did little, we still do it now, but we did a little package of buying babies uh, to pinhook and sell as yearlings. So, you know, that's kind of how Val and I got started. We had like five, four or five partners and, and uh, you know, all put a little money in together. We raised 40,000 and went and bought some babies. Uh, one of those, uh, the second year we did that, it was, uh, turned out to be a horse um, by Macho Uno. He was out of a lot of fence. Uh, we paid 19000 and um, we actually, we did not sell him at the yearling sale only because um, they, you know, they, they, a couple of the big yearling sale uh, you know, uh, vendors did not accept him for their sale. Wow. He was a small, you know, and he was a little weedy as a, as a weanling and, and a short yearling, but uh, he blossomed and we kept him for the two-year-old sale. He, he actually, you know, set a track record on the, on that OBS in the April sale and we sold him for 825. And um, that was obviously, you know, that being said, I mean, it, it was a huge leg up for us yeah. and, and um yeah, we, we've you know, i'm never gonna forget him you know that horse is always always has a special place in our heart and it's a challenge every day you're always kind of looking for that next big horse for the the next big opportunity and and i'm sure in large part of it too is that that's kind of what what fuels you what drives you to, to keep going with this oh absolutely absolutely yeah you're always chasing that chasing the dream you know but like <laughs> again lucky to do it we're very lucky you know to play at all ends of this business i mean now we have a few mares we you know, we have some horses at the track, you know, we, we've um, obviously been hooked and, and, you know, we're, we're happy to stay in and keep a piece of our horses that we believe in. And, um, you know, I think that that's kind of separated us a bit from, from some, some of our other competition. I mean, we, we've been, you know, we'll put our money where our mouth is and we've been mm -hmm. very lucky. You know, we've, we've you know, had some great rides with, with horses, you know, and we're just lucky, lucky to be a part of this business and any aspect and, uh, of the business. We're just happy to be involved. And, and talk to me a little bit about those relationships too. Like you said, maybe staying involved or, or perhaps selling for certain clients because that's such a big piece of it too. Absolutely. It is. I mean, we have some people that, you know, no matter how hard you try or how good you want to do for them, you just can't. Yeah. And some just feel like you can do no wrong for it. You know, that's just, it, 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 and we're, again, we're lucky to have a good spread of clients and people that trust us and give us a chance for their horses. And, um, you know, like I said, we have some partners who, who have been in from the first one from day one and um you know that, that we've been very lucky together and then like i said there's others that we just um you know we, we try it for one year and it doesn't work out and we move on you know but uh, again that's what you know gives everybody a chance in this business and, and you know that you have one horse or 100 horses i mean you never know who's going to have the horse you know and then we just again we're lucky lucky to be involved and, and we love this love this business well, wishing you all the best with the, the June sale coming up and the rest of the Breeze Show. Trish, thank you so much for taking the time to, to come on the show with me today. No problem. Thank you, Acacia. Take care. Thanks. And that'll do it for today's episode of In the Ring. A little bit of a shorter one. It's a busy week, y'all, so I'm trying here. But thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Big thanks to Tristan Merrick for uh, taking the time out of his busy schedule to give a little insight and hope that you'll get a chance to follow all of the things going on with the OBS June two-year-old and training sale coming up. Uh, as a reminder, that sale will take place June 
13th to 15th is the undertax under sale going from June 5th to 10th. So a lot to look forward to. Um, good luck if you are participating, playing in any of the races. Belmont Stakes weekend. Um, I'm so excited to see all the great racing action. We'll be back next week with another episode of In the Ring.